Hey everybody, this is Dave. I hope that you all are doing very well. It's been about a year, really over a year, since we started doing this podcast and show. I wanted to do it as, as an experiment, and we just kept loving doing it, and now it's been that long, and we keep on making these episodes that we really love to record and play, and hopefully you all enjoy too. Uh, there's going to be some changes this year to uh, how the show is. Uh, nothing too major, but I did want to go over that with you. So we've been playing with some homebrew rules uh, to kind of ease us into Fallout 2D20. A lot of that is kind of going out the window. Uh, we're getting back to a more core gameplay uh, situation. So like things like double damage, if people hit a one in combat, that's going away. Um, we're adding in a few little extra things. Uh, when people rest, they generate all their luck points back, but really in the book, it's only one luck point. So I thought of a way that when you roll a, a one, which is the best result you can roll, you're going to get that luck point back. Stuff like that. Uh, so if you, we're going to be playing pretty true to what the rule book has for a lot of different things so that if you go out and you read the rule book, it's going to be near uh, how we play our game. There's also going to be some pacing changes. I had an idea uh, for kind of this first year really cemented in my brain as as almost kind of this this movie where it was nonstop action. There was there was things going on, and I think that kind of made it hard for me to write things that fast and have things be that organic. So this year we're continuing on with the main characters, but they're going to be more segmented into almost kind of like. Pulp Fiction-y kind of, or comic booky kind of settings. This this first one uh, is uh, the Sunken Sewers of Bourbon Street, uh, which is which is this one setting that I've come up with, and really it's up to the characters to make the story out of it. Uh, in between those sessions is a downtime, which we're actually going to run today. That's what this episode is. Uh, this downtime is an opportunity for people to buy things and kind of like regroup, uh, get the stuff they need before they set up the next mission. Uh, if you think about how time passes in this game, this really in a year, we've only been running for like two weeks of this actual time, but I want to kind of give myself some leeway of letting them solve a scenario, uh, where I don't really have a solution for it, but letting them figure out what they want to do and then building the next story off of those choices. I feel like oftentimes, I'm trying to incorporate story elements that I think of rather than letting things go naturally. So I think you're going to start seeing some more natural stuff. Um, additionally, we have some upcoming projects. Uh, Jared is kind enough to GM some sessions for a very special Starfield one-shot. Uh, no date to that because there's no date to the game, but around that game time, we're going to be doing some fun things in Starfield. Also, we are adding an additional game and show to the network. Uh, it's going to be based around one of Bethesda's properties, and we're going to have more information about that later. So all very exciting stuff. Uh, we love doing this show, so I hope that you all keep listening, keep enjoying. Uh, tell your friends about it. Uh, give us a review. A review is great. It's how we get known. Uh, shout out the show. You guys already do a lot of the time, so I, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate your support. We don't really make any money or anything off of this. This is just something that we'd love to do. So uh, I'll leave you alone for now. and We'll get into some downtime this week and set up our next big um, step in our story. 
So the last that we saw the the crew, uh, you all had defeated Paladin Buffbot, uh, the leader of the Brotherhood of Steel in New Orleans in the burning remains of Christmas Town. You uh, agreed, uh, you essentially made a deal to the pilot of the Vertibird that had then landed to take you back to the train. Uh, that the settlers of Rising Sun Settlement and some of the raiders at Christmastown have gotten onto to escape. You all managed to land the vertebrate on the back of the uh, open mining cart uh, that, that you all escaped from Buffon Manor on. It's been attached to the train. And um, the train, really the best port for you all to set up is across the river from Old Nolens. Uh, most people aren't paying attention to that side of the river. Everything is kind of like old and dilapidated. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that New Orleans is somewhere brand spanking new, but even more so on that side of the river. Um, and so you all have, have started kind of making this almost a port with various containers, uh, a lot of different like warehouses where trains would be to fill up on oil from the river or uh you know coal from the river that's barging in so you all have a few days that you're actually going to take to uh, essentially have some downtime and kind of decompress which is the first for the entire party of this because i don't think that you all have had a few days to just like chill really and and i say this it's been like maybe maybe a week um, and we've been recording this uh, podcast for a year. Uh, so a nice break is helpful. Um, so I have listed some stuff for a new downtime system. I originally was going to start a settlement system, but Modifius is putting out uh, their own settlement system in their new book. And so I'm going to wait on that. And then we're going to come back to that. But for now, we have a downtime system that's very uh, inspired by Blades in the Dark. Uh, that we're just going to kind of run through. So the first thing that I'm going to need you all to do is to uh, essentially rest. I don't think you all have any critical injuries, and so I'm going to get everybody to do an endurance plus survival test with a difficulty of one uh, to see if you can get that well-rested bonus to get two plus HP. So why don't you all go ahead and roll that, and we'll see what that outcome is. Uh, one more time. You it's, all have been... it's endurance plus what? Survival? Survival. Survival. You all have been resting in the train cars uh, with Clark's hammock that he, he managed to take, um, <laughs> kind of like expanding out across the way, making your own little base of operations in the New Orleans Port and Depot. Uh, so it looks like everyone... But Hazel has managed to get well-rested, so you all get plus two HP. But, Hazel, your uh, injuries have recovered, so you're back to full HP. But everybody else gets full HP plus two extra ones. Yeah, I'm going to say that she's just been having horrible nightmares, so she hasn't been able to actually get a good night's rest. Um, all players are going to now receive one luck point. Uh, we're not doing full luck point regeneration uh, on rest. We're actually only going to regain your luck by one uh, when you get that. Um, did Fair anybody enough. get any ones on that previous roll as well? It looks like that uh, uh, Pep actually rolled oh, a one. Pep. So, Pep, every time, anytime anyone rolls a one, you get a luck point. 
that's a new Ooh. rule that we've been added that's added to the system so that way ones are exciting uh when you roll them so you get one luck point every time you roll a one um, all players should have leveled up if you didn't that's fine but everybody should have leveled up every time we finish one of these i'm going to expect kind of a level up for your characters unless i say otherwise um, right. and now, i leveled up but have not chosen a new perk yet it was too hard of a decision to make but. well it's too late for that shit so <laughs> the Yep, it's too late for that stuff. So uh, let's go into inventories. So um, when you got back to uh, the train that, that the old settlement was has kind of piled into, they had spent uh, 5,000, excuse me, 1,000 of those caps that you collected from, um, from New Orleans when you first escaped it. And they had spent that on all, you know, candy, um, basic essentials for food because Hazel didn't finish teaching them how to farm stuff. Just like trying to get by. Uh, but they now have a total of, of, of 4,000 caps, which, you know, among you all, you can divide equally. Um, from your last journey um, that, you, that you had, you actually acquired a few different things. Uh, one of them being, of course, a shish kebab that belonged to Paladin Buffant, uh, T60 chest, legs, and armor. Uh, and a drained, oh, excuse me, a drained fusion cell. So you managed to like move that armor using the fusion cell. I don't want to get the semantics of how you moved it. You did, and you have the power armor frame. Uh, we got a Santa hat that you all got from uh, being deemed the Santa of Christmas Town. You also have Signals Super Sledge and Signals Raider armor. Um, Signals Raider armor is blown out, and it can really only fit a super mutant now because it has been like it has been stretched and it says in the book that if that uh, super mutants can only wear raider armor because they just, that's the only thing they can fit them that can stretch it out. So it's unusable unless you have a super mutant, you want to put that on. So, uh, what of these things do you all want on your person? Obviously these are all things that the settlement has that you're going to keep with them. But what do people want from this? Um, yeah, I'd like to start. I know that Pep is interested in the uh, T60 suite. Um, and I think that if it's all right, if you take the T60 suite, if I could take the T45 suite. Because <laughs> I think that's going to be the best answer to my uh, protection dilemma. And as a, um, uh, I still feel like a Brotherhood of Steel member in good standing order because I feel like I did the Brotherhood of Steel a service by taking care of the weak link that was Paladin Buffon. Um, I, I feel like this is, uh, I feel like I could sport it. If, if you want the, the T45, Pep, Pep will do that, but he's also fine keeping his T45 if you want to take the T60. Um, uh, pragmatically, I think you're more melee-focused and yeah. tend to wade into combat a bit more, and I think the T60 is going to serve you better. All right, well, I'll do that trade then. Um, now, the drained fusion cell, that has to tag with one of the uh, power armors, I'm mm -hmm. guessing, right? 
Yeah, you would need a fusion. You would need an active fusion cell to get into that power armor um, and utilize okay. it. Got it. Um. All right. I, I think fusion cells up. are two hundred caps. Got it. Times point three, so two sixty caps. Yep. All right, Wait, and the point, shish kebab. Uh, one point three. That's the um, that's the upcharge. Unless, so we will get to that in the shopping. When we when somebody goes okay, shopping, yeah, we yeah. will explain how the shopping works. Um. All right, shish kebab uh, and the super sledge, the melee weapons. Is anybody taking those? I'll take the shish kebab, but super um, sledge is heavy. My thought is with the Signals Raider armor and Signal Super Sledge, those might be good to put on Bobby since we already have a uh, Super Mutant in the um, uh, in our immediate vicinity that could benefit from that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's a good call. All right, uh, so I think that's about it. Uh, the Santa's hat, if somebody wants to wear that, that doesn't. That's just a clothing piece. That's like a cosmetic item that you get from the Adam shop. Like that's not going to be able to. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. also yeah. symbolic yeah. of the uh, leadership in the um, in Santa's uh, village. So that might just be uh, decor that we use to decorate one of the rooms as a uh, memento from that particular mission. We can yeah. mount it like a head on the wall. Mm. Mm, if, if we can either use it as a trophy or hazel bit and dye it black because that's hardcore. Why not? It was kind of a black Christmas, wasn't it? <laughs> it's probably already like gray because of just all the ash that's collected. It's all ashed it. up and it's yeah. got burn marks on it. Like a little charcoal. You know, that makes sense with Santa though, because like that would happen to him. He would get a lot. He would get sooty. Yeah. How much Scotch guard do you have to put on? That's the next the next letter to Santa. We're writing that. <laughs> mm. Like Santa, I want a pony, and also how much Scotch guard? Yeah, and is that ha- is the hat flame retardant? Because I know that it is the Fallout universe, but you know, common safety precautions would dictate going down chimneys. You should be wearing everything flame retardant. Yeah, it's the Fallout that they put on like uh, clothes and boots and stuff that like just won't accept muddy water at all. No, like the- <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's 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 the Fallout universe, so it actually is more flammable than it would be normally. For some reason, it just explodes. Like, yes. it'll just randomly yeah. explode. <laughs> no, no, I got it. We We're surprised it we still have this. Yeah. So we can dye it, we can take the ball off the end, we can stuff it, and we can give it a brim, and then it's a witch's hat. Ooh. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Is that how right. you're going to spend um, your downtime? <laughs> Probably. I don't, I, guys, I got nothing else for <laughs> All right, next up we've got, uh, we're going over our faction reputation here. Uh, Just to kind of summarize some of these things. uh, You are obviously hostile with with the Voodoos. The Voodoos are not very happy with you. Uh, The Brotherhood of Steel, not very happy with you. Although, you do know though. (laughs) There are the remnants of Steel, which was confirmed by the pilot, uh, and they're feeling uh, cooperative. Um, The... uh, Pigskins, the Nola super mutants, are actually feeling very cooperative towards you all. The rest are kind of like middling, um, so I won't quite go over those. But um, we can talk more next time about 
which factions you uh, did very well for and which ones you really pissed off this time. Um, so that's the reputation section. Next, we're going to get to activity. So characters may choose one of these to perform during a downtime phase. Uh, the first being shopping. Uh, the second being mod crafting. Third being scavenging. The fourth being luck region. Uh, the fifth being diplomacy. And the sixth being a custom project. All of the details of those are listed in the uh, homebrew document that I sent out to you earlier. Um, what does everyone want to do? Retail therapy. <laughs> Shopping list. And then after Clark's it. retail therapy, I'm wanting to build mod slash S. I'm not sure how many I'll be able to get to do, but sure, yeah. um, that's... Um, mod crafting, all right? So that's yeah. Clark and Lonnie. What about Pep and Hazel? Uh, if someone's willing to do the shopping and look, get me a, a power armor helmet, I'd appreciate that because Pep would like to uh, paint this uh, new power armor in his custom hot rod flame paint job that he'd, he's been wanting to do. Well, if, if nobody's going scavenging, Hazel can go scavenging. And I did notice it looks like um, in, instead of gathering plants, uh, collecting stuff from plants is considered scavenging also. So... I'm wondering if that's if we're rolling with that too. Yeah, the the scavenging has has a has a lot of different uses that we can we can talk about when we get there. Okay, um, so yeah, I'm I'm down with scavenging if nobody else has uh has that one locked in. Multiple people can go scavenging as well. Um, if, if people Ooh. are like oh, hard up for a thing, uh, multiple people can go modding. Uh, technically, multiple people can go shopping, but if you give everyone a list of, of the things that you want, you won't get them. There's no benefit. So we've got Clark doing shopping, Lonnie doing modding, uh, Hazel is doing some scavenging. Pep, what are you doing? Um, this, is, this would be a logistics question then. So uh, if Pep wants to do a custom paint job... Uh, do I first have to go shopping to buy the paint? Um, no. Okay. So custom, uh, or like, uh, what, was, what was the, how did you phrase it? Uh, custom project time, so the paint job. Yeah, you want to do the project of of, 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 of that. Okay, yeah. I'm not going to have that be, I'm going to set, for any like long-term project or anything, going to set a timer. This is just a one-time thing that you can do um, that's going to have some extra benefits that I don't think that you even realize. Um, so that will be what's going on. First, let's do the most important thing here. Um, though that's not the most important thing, though it's the thing required to do a lot of these other things. Uh, Clark. Yes, sir. You've been given the collective uh, caps of the group and uh, you have heard recently that the uh, on the outskirts of New Orleans, across, or of Old New Orleans, across the river, that a super duper mart is actually been uh, in service. Um, and you have decided to go out and head that way. Uh, you enter through the doors and you see kind of like barricades up. Um, around these uh, these shelves that come down. These barricades almost make like a full counter at the front. So you actually can't go down these shelves. 
Uh, this counter is kind of uh, makeshift in a way, but it has a long bar across the top. Um, at the end of the uh, at the end of this, uh, what do you call it? Bar. You see a few uh, plastic, uh, what look like kind of like pumpkins that have faces carved into them, and uh, you see a familiar face uh, walking down the aisles, and it is the face of Jack McPumpkins. Uh, Jack McPumpkins is wearing uh, kind of a. Uh, a nice button-down shirt with with suspenders and, and slacks, but he's got this apron around him that says um, "Super Duper Mart." And uh, he approaches you and says, "Oh, hey, long time no see. Uh, what, what, what can I get you? Anything here? Uh, it's it's all gonna cost a certain amount, but uh, I've been opening up this shop for uh, just about." A day or two, because let me tell you something. I don't know if you knew this, but things got really crazy in Old Nolans, and I don't want to be there anymore. So here I am, living my life. You probably didn't need a life update, but that's what's going on with Jack McPumpkins. But I want to know what's going on with you. Friend, I appreciate that so much. You know, I, too, have been doing some reflection and kind of, you know, just trying to enjoy things more and i'm really glad the store is here and meaning to do some shopping and just you know try and enjoy things a little bit more i do have quite a long list of items i'm looking to procure maybe you can help me out with that and you know let's just make a day out of it bud yeah and i'm going to have you do based on how uh, casual and chill like you're just being so casual and chill. Everybody uh, it's, loves it. It's new Clark, man. It's new, new Clark. Clark. Um, I'm going to have you do a, uh, let's see here, a uh, barter plus charisma check. Mm. Uh, and essentially, if you had AP or anything, you could add dice to that uh, to get uh, more successes. Um, I don't think that you have any AP in the group AP pool right now because we use it all up for Paladin. Yeah, I had zero to contribute. So you're just going to roll the basic die. That is correct. Didn't go great. Zero successes. So all the prices are set to one point. Oh, hold on. I have a smooth smooth talker, though, so I can re-roll one of those. Oh, all right. Do it, buddy. I like it. Let me try that one more time. See if that helps. Hey, there we go. One success. Yeah, so all prices are (laughs) 1.2 times the price and cost of the book. So, uh, Um, I also took a cat collector, though, so I get a 10% discount. Oh, you get a 10% extra discount for cat collector? Great. Then you get 1.1 times the amount that is posted in the book. So, uh, I have your list of things here. Um, all the list of the things that people have bought are in the Discord uh, store. Um, is there anything additional that you want to buy? I have a list of Lonnie's stuff that's all here. Uh, I have a list of... So Lonnie is getting a T-45 helmet, a laser musket, a small backpack, healing salve times five, fusion cells times 20. Um, in, 
uh, Pep is getting a Raider helmet, right? Well, well, we talked about that of um, before. No, 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 the T sixty helmet, right? T sixty helmet now, yeah. Okay, yeah, T sixty helmet. All right. And I would assume also we'd need a fusion core, right, to replace the depleted one. You would need a fusion core, yeah. So that's an extra. Um, yeah. Wait, how is a T forty five helmet only sixteen caps? That is so dumb. Um, a T forty five. Yeah. So what is happened is the 16. original, yeah, the original uh, PDF that I had, uh, the weight and the cost were transposed. <laughs> so it doesn't cost uh, sixteen caps. No, right. it costs so, sixty caps base price. I was yeah. going to say because a Nuka Cola is fucking twenty. <laughs> yeah. So and you know when Dave posted that PDF, it's like. Um, this is not what yeah, I've buy got everything. in my yeah. book. Okay. Uh, also, um, armor frames are not two tons. They're actually 150 pounds. So, makes more sense. sense. Yeah. That, so maybe he didn't kill that guy in the suit. He definitely killed know? that guy. <laughs> it's it's central to his character now. You cannot it's take this away. Well, maybe there could be a shocking reveal that where the guy survived. I yeah, like maybe it. your ghost comes back. I like so I think it. I I thought I updated that in the Discord the actual cost of that because the helm is sixty six zero. Um, I didn't see your updated version, but I can ca- I can go ahead and run those numbers for you. Let me check. I thought I yeah. I remember I, uh, it being mentioned. Oh my god! You know what? Posted. Now what? check. I didn't hit the enter button when I made the uh, update, so now it's. What what? Okay, that should be uh resolved now. I apologize. All right, three hundred ninety nine. So like if you go to chat where that message was, I'd been editing it, but oh, I didn't get you'd the been enter editing button. it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But I did hit the enter button, so now yep. I have I have a ninety nine. And then minus four forty five. Plus four forty five plus Clark. you went the the fusion core? We're going to get the fusion core in the T60 helmet, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Fusion yeah. Core. So both those. Plus, uh, and then you want the T60 helmet, correct? Helmet that's going to run you 650. Then we're going to times all that by 1.1, and that's going to equal your total today is 1,863 oh. caps. Uh, Dave, for reference, the shopping list I put up already accounted for the 30% markup. Well, because we'll, we'll figure out the total you... later. We will I figure think... out the total later of what yes. happened this and is who thrilling. was what. This is not, we have, we have, we have breached the level of what is oh. an entertaining podcast now. And now we've done math. <laughs> Super duper market sweep. I've got it. Here's, here's. I've got it sorted. Here's the important shit. Listen, here's the I important played Math shit. Finder for so long, okay? Lonnie, you know, the, the... Lonnie brought Lonnie bought a lot of practical, smart choices. Clark bought a, like just a lot of food. He bought some bullets, he bought some armor, and then he bought food. He bought one, two, three, four, four different things of food. And let's not forget thirty percent of any Bethesda game is actually inventory management. Yeah, he had right. his priorities correct. All right, uh, 
So you get all this stuff. Jack McPumpkins looks at you and is like, all right, man, got to go. Got to do other stuff. And then count your shit. And he leaves. And then you go home and you're like, oh, I got all my stuff. Next up, we've cool. got... Uh, <laughs> we've got Lonnie. Um, Lonnie, the workshop is uh, is actually being built in this Port and Depot area. Uh, the uh, Arturo, Normal, and Newton ha- are kind of like working there and are there to help you and, and be your guide to kind of get you the right material and make sure and, and teach you up to, to make sure that you can do all of this um, modding for things. Okay. Um, Arturo looks to you and is like, what do we got on the ball? Uh, so go ahead and do four. It is uh, mod crafting. Yeah, you can roll uh, three D20 um, to generate successes. Uh, one success equals one mod that you can craft as long as you have the associated perk with it. So go ahead and do uh, intelligence plus repair okay. and roll an additional um, now, something that I had on my person that I haven't been accounting for is um, I have a multi-tool. Uh, a handy little device containing a set of pliers, some wire cutters, a variety of small wrenches and screwdrivers, and other small tools, all built into a single tool. Different parts fold out uh, of the handles as needed. Ideal for someone who needs basic tools but is still traveling light. Reduce the difficulty of repair tests by one minimum zero. So yeah, this go is ahead. already like a... Go uh, ahead and zero. do four uh, four d twenty though, since you got a four d twenty on yeah. uh, the intelligence repair. Plus repair, yeah. Okay, we will give that a shot, and we got four successes. And you put a luck point in because you rolled a one as well. Uh, you got four successes. Yeah, you didn't get five. Uh, five when you get five successes, you can put a legendary effect on something. Okay. Um, instead of using five mod spots, but you can mod four things. You sent me over a list of modifications that you're going to do, I think, to a laser musket that you recently got from uh, yep. Clark. And, and it happens to be exactly four modifications. Great. That, um, so you managed to do it all. Cool. So this is now a, a laser musket with a full stock, a short scope, a four crank capacitor, and a long barrel. And I need a eventually come up with a suitable name uh, for this monstrosity. Um, but yes, uh, thank you. Very well. Next up, we move on to Hazel, who has discovered essentially a giant junkyard um, kind of south of the, of the port and depot. Uh, and you started to go scavenging through there. And so the way scavenging is going to work is uh, you're going to do a perception plus survival check with 2d20. Um, uh-huh. It's three dice if you're uh, doing in downtime. So it'll be 3d20 for perception plus survival. Uh, based okay. on the amount of successes that you get is what I'll have you roll tables that you have options to roll tables from. So go ahead and do the roll first, and then I'll walk you through what you can get. Okay, I have rolled two successes. So with two successes, you can either do, uh, let's see, you can essentially, these are the ones that you can buy for one success. So you could do two of these if you want it to. Uh, ammo, okay. valuables, or food and drink. Um, valuables are going to be like, that's where your caps are. Um, or you can spend both those successes and scavenge for Kim's, thrown weapons, and melee weapons. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do that last one because that's, 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 that's my bag, man. Right, so you want to do thrown weapons? 
Uh, actually, I'm. Um, let's go with chems. Because I think okay. we, we are going to need chems. I had some on my shopping list, but more is better in this case. Uh, yeah, you managed to find a Radaway. So uh, okay. that's actually going to be very helpful for you because I'm going to start thinking about how rad damage is, is done. You're going to mm -hmm. get more. Surprise, surprise. Okay. Uh, so that is from your scavenging run. Pep Hackett, uh, you have uh, made your little like power armor station. It's almost like a little like boutique you have you've installed into the port and depot um, and you have your power armor up and you have two other settlers that are sitting uh near you what are their names they're very interested in mechanical things oh uh well one is named henry and the other is named tucker henry and tucker are uh are kind of watching you get everything set up to do some power armor painting um they're 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 kind of eyeing you with with you know curiosity they're not really saying anything they're they're just waiting for you to act what are you doing during this time mm. i imagine pep is in coveralls with a with like maybe like a like a like a stick in his mouth like a little stick he's kind of chewing on it like a like a cigarette he's kind of eyeing the power armor um, this is a beautiful, this is a beautiful power armor. Um, he's running through different color schemes, different designs. He's like, this is, this is it. This is the most beautiful power armor he's ever seen. This is a, this is a beast. I gotta, I gotta look really freaking cool when I'm wearing this thing. I gotta be like, gotta be hot. I gotta be like, yeah, I gotta be like, on fire is like, ah that's it i'm gonna be on fire but like not just like fire uh, like burns i need to be like dangerous especially dangerous like like radioactive fire like a green fire yeah i'm gonna paint this out like I'm a, I'm, it's on green fire he's getting very excited very excited about this power armor like an animated and like just like super jazzed and hopefully henry and tucker see this energy and, and uh, appreciate it. Yeah, Henry and Tucker are enthralled by you and your creativity of, of painting the power armor. And uh, what? And Henry looks at you and says, hey, you know what would be cool is put a skull on it. Put a skull on it. That'd be cool. Put a skull on it. Yeah. Pep's going to turn. Which one said that, Henry? Yeah. they turn to Henry. He's just going to like, nah, kid, man. Skulls? There's no skulls on this. Skulls are what like raiders wear, like bad guys wear. Pep, Pep Hackett. I'm not a bad guy. I'm a good guy. I'm a I'm a hero. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So no skulls on this. Only flames. Tucker Tucker looks at Henry and says, "Yeah, why would you even ask to add a skull to that? That sounds dumb. These flames are way cooler." And Henry looks back at Tucker and says, yeah, I guess so. That's right, Tucker. Got a good head on your shoulder. You want to help me with this thing, Tucker? Yeah, that sounds awesome, Pep. All right, Henry, you, uh, you, you can watch. Tucker, let's, uh, let's get started on this paint job. Right, so, so you all are, are busy essentially doing that together, uh, forming almost like your own little club of greasers uh, within the... Um, 
the rising sun settlement um next i'm going to pull you into a scene that i'm going to have you help me construct um you all have essentially cleared out one of the train cars itself to set up a little base of operations for just your group um really nobody else uh this is mainly just like quarters where you all can like get together plan stuff out Uh, what does this room look like i kind of want this to be collaborative so what kind of things have you kind of like you know i'm not talking like i have a a nuclear reactor in here that i'm gonna blow up the world no like bulls like you know comfort items that kind of stuff what what do we have 100 percent a couch made out of tires yeah yeah yeah. so have you seen like the um old like leaf peeping uh cars uh like on trains so um o- over here in west by god virginia uh we have like leaf peeping tours and basically the trains run around uh the southern part of the state during autumn so you can see you know like the leaves and stuff while they're turning and it's such a big deal that they come they bring in all these like older heritage train cars and just you know, you like load up, you pay admission and you just like do this tour and you drop off at like one of these stations, like in pipe stem. And, you know, they have like a little, you know, get together there. And then you load back up and you come back to like your destination and stuff. And it's an all day thing, but it's super pricey. But some of these train cars are like classic and they're not like your traditional Amtrak train seats, but like a parlor. Like, it looks like a parlor, so you've got, like, legit couches and stuff that are, like, lining the, the backs and stuff, so um, not re- it made for comfort instead of for, um, like, how many people can we charge tickets for or anything. So I, I like the couch idea, and that's kind of what I was thinking, too, is just something like there's only going to be four people in here, maybe a c- couple more if we have, like, meetings or anything, so, like, let's let's have, like, a living room. You know, like a little meeting space, couch on either side, table we can put in the middle. Hammock chairs. Um, I I just want my my hammock. I'd like a small table that can be used to clean and and um, do some maintenance on some weapons. And that's all. That's all Clark needs. It's all. I really like needs. the the idea that the room each corner is like our personalities. Yeah, Hazel's yes. is books and macrame plant holders, basically. <laughs> I kind of like how Spartan um, Clark's corner is, so I might try to navigate that way as well. And I mean, I would be happy with like a simple bunk bed and a foot locker or something, something reminiscent of what we had in the Brotherhood of Steel, because I've never really had like many possessions. I've never been materialistic. So... You know, at some point, I try might try to convince Clark, like, "Hey, you want to do bunk beds?" Just no, <laughs> nope. no. I have, I have, I have my hammock. I'm well, if content. if we if I had like the top bunk, but instead of a bed on the bottom, you could hitch your hammock up. Okay, all right, that's fine. That's not gonna work uh, for me. So I, I like feel like you're Clark. I feel like brothers. <laughs> I feel like you're just you're gonna really just kind of bring down the whole energy. You know, Lonnie, I, Lonnie, I've really, 
I've noticed this about you. You've got a lot of nervous energy. You've got a lot of nervous energy. And yeah, I do. I'm not, you know, I've been on edge for my entire life. My entire life I've been on edge. And, yeah. you know, you, you know, okay, maybe, so maybe, it, actually, maybe, actually, you do need to be over here. Maybe you do need to be over here. Okay. It sounds like you're trying to work through some stuff and, um, I really didn't want to subject the other two to your bullshit. So I was trying to volunteer and do wow. them a favor. But, you know, wow. if if that's how you want to pitch it, you know, I'll just, you know, whatever. You you do you over here. You clean your little guns over here. And, you know, in your little hammock. You're just jealous of the hammock. That's what this is. Now I understand. You're jealous oh, of the yeah. hammock. Real jealous of this yep. piece of cloth that you lay in. I mean, so it's much a net. better than the floors it's that a I net. lived in all my. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. It allows for air circulation. Sheet. Yeah. If I take a sheet and cut holes in, I'll call it a net. Sounds great. I slept in nets my whole life. Okay. You you do you, Clark. Sorry for asking. Uh, so you guys, you guys I'm talking about this nervous energy. You guys want to go get I, dinner or something? I have a, oh I have a horrible idea, guys. Like, go with me on this. How about since we all have our own corners in this room, what do you think about making the very center of the room conversation pit? Define pit. As in, instead of sitting up above ground level, we're actually you step down. And we all sit in an area with like a little place or like in the middle. But the other thing is, it's an excellent place to take cover if we need to. And it's very low key as long as no gets drunk and falls in, which apparently these were very popular at turn of the century. And a lot of people had the tendency to fall into them. So um, other than that, I, I think it'd be fun. Now, correct me Can if we I'm put wrong. a trench in a car? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think we're going to have the clearance for well, this, right? Yeah, we'd have to build up the floor you have to step and then up leave and the pit. Down. Yeah. But that is actually, you know, that, that it's, you know, why not? We could I cut a hole in so the floor of the train car. Hey, and then we have an emergency up. exit too, so that's not a terrible idea, that's right? Kind of, mm. Now that does seem like a safety hazard. Only if the train's moving. At this point, you all, all right, hear all a right. knock at the door. Um, a, oh, please, uh, God, someone come in. A, uh, a, a smaller young man uh, with red hair steps in. Uh, you recognize him as Arthur, uh, the um, officially designated uh, kind of like town manager while the mayor and council are gone. Um, he, he steps in and he says, oh, um, hey, guys, how are you all doing? Hey, Arthur. Hello, I, we're doing really well. Yep, I'm glad. Very that, constructive conversations in here. I really expected that. I expected you guys to really, you know, have your finger on the pulse of what's really important here, because uh, we're having a bit of a tough time. Hey, um, I managed across a note that I think that you should see, and he uh, takes the note out and and sets it down on the. Uh, on Clark's table, um, and you all pick it up and read it, and it says, um, I didn't know that you were back. Please meet me at the sewer entrance 
and it's signed Knight Rajir. I'm in. All right, Lonnie, do we trust we do we trust Rajir? I if um if that vertebrate pilot was to be uh believed, which I mean under duress of gunpoint, I think yes, he could probably be believed. Um I trust him. I trust him enough to go alone. Uh, I would like to see him again if you wouldn't wouldn't mind a, a you know Hazel, we've t- talked about this. No, well, you are you calling dibs? I don't know yet. It's complicated. Okay, all right. Just no, I'll, just let me let me know how things go. Okay. Okay, but it's okay. Tell him I said hi. Yeah, hey, I want to go. Okay, I mean, I'm just saying that I trust him enough to go alone. If y'all want to go with me, that's fine. But, like, there's risks involved. But I... You can certainly come along. What risks? What risk? If if I recall correctly, we're not entirely popular in Old Nolens right now. Okay, I, I would feel more comfortable if it was at least like a buddy system, if two of you went. You're all gonna have to go. Sorry. All right. <laughs> All right, Lonnie Clark, you go meet Knight Roger. Hazel and I will hang back and watch in case anything funny goes down. We're at least close enough to help. Well, you know, see, here's the thing about Lonnie and I doing things alone. Last time that happened, um, no, it it was we, we someone. It got weird. I mean, somebody died. Yeah, deep wounds were had. Yeah, I don't know. Always dies, Clark. Realize Uh, that's just starting to sound like a Tuesday for us, right? I mean, I think that was a Tuesday, but like, regardless, it's yeah. I am noticing that bad stuff tends to follow us. People tend to die in mysterious ways around us. Hold up. Is it all that mysterious? Very, very mysterious. Yeah, it's way. very mysterious. Very mysterious. It's, Unexplainable, uh, even. Yeah. Just wait all till right. I get on that syringe ammo. <laughs> all right. So, uh, wait. You... So, wait. So, Clark, are you saying you don't want to go as backup for Lonnie? I'm just saying that, you know. Well, then I'll go with, with Lonnie like, and meet Roger while you and Hazel just hang back a little bit and do, um, what do they call it? Uh, like um, Overwatch. Now, see, goes down. the last time that Hazel and I hung out together, she broke my nose while trying to comfort me, I guess. Um, well, you were also being a huge dick, so... Uh- it, it, I was. It was. It might have been an unconscious decision. I was crying on a couch. Okay, Clark. Has anything weird happened when you hung out with Pep? Honestly, the only times I've been hanging out with Pep were pretty bitching. So, I mean, all right. You know, I'm, I'm glad you have a short memory, Clark. That that works out. Let's do this. Yeah.